So when we talk about identity, again, it has nothing to do with these human labels that we are labeled with. It has nothing to do even with our natural gifts and talents. They're good. That's who we truly are. But they ought to be transcended. These are just starting points. I am Daniel Caleb. In truth, I am that which I choose to become. Who are you? Who do you choose to become? Greetings, transfigured ones, and heavenly welcome. Today, I'm going to talk about identity. Identity that has helped me along my journey with transfiguration, spiritual growth, and growing closer into oneness with our Heavenly Father. And identity is something that deeply transforms once you realize your identity. No matter what kind of identity that might be, as soon as someone realizes their identity, it deeply transforms you and everything around that identity, like your habits, your perceptions, your belief system, is likened to the identity that you have realized to be. And this has been true for myself as well on my journey of transfiguration. If you have listened to my first episode where I talked about where I'm coming from and how I almost suicided myself because I didn't know who I was or I didn't remember at the time who I was and I also didn't remember why I'm here. You will understand why identity and me talking about identity now is crucial to transfiguration and beyond that also to stay alive and to have um, a fruitful life, a productive life, uh, a blissful life. So along my journey, what I have understood about identity, I can liken it back to the story I shared previously in a previous episode where I was in my room, in a dark room, like I was depressed, I didn't know what life was about and everything which got me into that state of depression in the first place. And once that light again appeared, my Heavenly Father appeared to me, that's where He promised me if I am about to come home, He will show me that life has a purpose and that there is a life after death and that he will also show me who I am. And obviously um, I accepted the call, otherwise I wouldn't be here today. And I kept following this voice and this light that is and was my Heavenly Father. And as time went by, as I kept studying and questioning life and growing into this identity, it was mainly done through direct interactions with my Heavenly Father. And sometimes God would show up as my father or my mother through the Holy Spirit or as my brother in the form of Yeshua, Christ. And also angelic beings. So I had many different encounters, many different realities like that. And when I say I had many encounters, that doesn't mean that I don't have them anymore, but I'm simply saying that these were 
realities, conversations that allowed me to rediscover who I truly am. Because before coming to Earth, I was very well aware of who I am. And when you come to Earth, you tend to forget certain things. I had to reconnect to that. And having these conversations with my heavenly family <laughs> really helped in, in that regard. And as I was having conversations with my heavenly father, I started questioning once more uh, who I was and what identity is all about. And as we were having conversations, I just kept understanding that identity has nothing to do with where you were born. Because again, before you come to Earth, you are already a person. So I slowly came to realize that I was not black. I was not born wherever I was like I was born there, but I'm not part of that nation that I was born into, which is uh, Switzerland. So I'm not black. I'm neither Swiss. I'm not yeah, that's a controversial one, but I'm not even male or female. Obviously, physically I am, but me, the spirit, goes beyond all of that. And having these conversations with my Heavenly Father, I kept understanding these things. And again, this is about the Transfigured Diary. So we are talking about transfiguration specifically. So bear with me as we get to that point so yeah identity goes beyond all these human and physical labels that we are labeled with and for me spending time with my heavenly father i simply understood all right i was asking like quite literally father if you are my father and i am your son i'm your offspring i should be like you so who am I? And then I was, it was revealed to me that I am a son of God, which means you come from the source, you come from God, so you are his offspring. So I started understanding that. And the first part of that was literally, I am an offspring of God, I am a son of God, and who is that son of God? So that's the first part. Um, of this video which is who am I and that who am I is already a very vast topic in itself because when discovering who, who I was understanding now that I was coming from God or remembering that I was coming from God there was still an individuality attached to this identity in the sense where I started to understand who I was in God, who I was in the Father, who I was in the Source. So that understanding of who am I, there was still an I. And that I was creative, that I was passionate about creative arts and entertainment, that I was gifted as an athlete that i was gifted with the ability to explain things and question things and go deeper into things 
which is all referring to my identity, to who am I, to, to who I am, and which all helped. And this is simply to say that this personality of mine is about the natural gifts and talents as well that someone may have. So the who am I is simply the collection of natural gifts and talents and natural attributes that were given to me by my heavenly father, right? And you come in that form first to earth and you're packaged like that, where you come to earth with your natural gifts and abilities and talents, natural inclinations, and there are many different things that make up that final product that is supposed to be you. Because when we also talk about identity, it's also to understand that we are spirit, soul, and body. So there is a spirit part, there is a soul part, there is a physical part. So the who I am, who am I part is comprised of natural gifts and talents, is comprised of a DNA that you have been given physically, and it's also comprised of inclinations and desires and and passions that someone may have. So all of these different attributes make someone who they are, which is already like the, the, the healthier version, right? Because before we were saying um, we are not how we look, we are not our nationality, we are not our age and so on and so forth. But what we are talking about now is authentically who we are in the beginning stages, if I can put it like that. So this is who I was. I was someone that was passionate about all these things and that uh, loved sports and, and so on and so forth. And this was revealed to me as I was having conversations with my Heavenly Father, but also me simply taking, let's say, natural tests like the personality test, the Myers-Briggs test, the 16 personality tests. And these things were more like to confirm that what I already knew on the inside of me and that what was already revealed to me. And these different things helped me to shape my first version <laughs> of who I am and who I was. So understanding that already gave me that sense of, of purpose on early on when I was um, getting out of the, the, my dark night of the soul. So I kept understanding that I was comprised of natural gifts and talents, of different passions and desires, and also of the DNA that I was given because physical attributes like if you are blessed with an athletic body, for example, the inclination, the natural inclination is to be a professional athlete, for example, right? So that's why the physicality of who you are also plays a role in that first version identity of yourself. I call it the first version heavenly identity, right? So once I understood that, I started expressing them. So that's why maybe if you have listened to my earlier episodes, I talked about having done a lot of things in, the, in this life. I was a professional athlete, uh, football or soccer, if you're from the US. I was an international fashion model as well. I was an HR manager at a very young age for many years. 
um, so be it like in the creative space, in the celebrity space, be it in the corporate world, like very technical, financial, insurance, and all of that. So I have done many different things because I'm very passionate about all these things. Um, I speak several languages, for example. So these were all passions that I was able to explore and come to realize who I was. And then beyond that, when certain things started happening where I wasn't able to, let's say, pursue my professional football career due to a, an injury, it would kind of cut my my trajectory, right? Because again, like I very much know that I'm here for a purpose and football at that time was my purpose. So being cut short of that opportunity led to led me to question God again like all right father you have told me that part of my identity is being a footballer or that's the gift that you have given me the passion that was there since since ever so why is it now that my career has ended as at a very young age so questioning these aspects now i had to dig deeper into my identity and that's why i said before the who i am is only the first version heavenly identity so i was at this point where certain things were taken away from me like my professional sports career so i went back to my heavenly father the one that started talking about all these identity things right and that's when I started asking different questions because first it was about finding out who I was or or who am I and then still with the, the initial understanding that I had of God that he told me that I am his son his offspring I started asking God the question like all right you are my father I am your son I run off with the identity, which is my passion, my natural gifts and talents. I started expressing them. I was very happy, very passionate, very alive. But that came to an end, which is limiting because now I'm not able to be myself, right? <laughs> because I couldn't do what I was passionate about or gifted at. So I started to question, so that happens to me, but is God ever, so is my father that I came from ever constrained by his gifts and talents as if God could play football because God would be gifted at football and then circumstances happen and he had, would have to stop football and stop being a football player so stop being who he was or is right so i started going that kind of rabbit hole where instead of asking who am i i started asking my father my heavenly father well who are you actually because since you are god as well i understand that what happened to me with my identity crisis and everything is likely never going to happen to you because you're a God. 
and that's why I realized, okay, my heavenly Father is God. So what is God? Who is God? What what is it about the God identity beyond the footballer identity that keeps God safe and that keeps God consistent and sustainable and everlasting actually because God can never stop being God but me identifying as a football player which was genuine which was my natural gift and talent that stopped at some point due to circumstances but God remains God in all circumstances and I was just like conversing like that with my heavenly father and asking myself all right so you are my heavenly father yes i come from you yes but you are also god so who are you actually how do you pull it off that you are you no matter what and that's when my heavenly father started revealing to me that he is who he is or else put i am that i am because God already introduced himself like that in the Bible, for example. And that's when that really hit me. Like God is the source. God is limitless. God is not identified with anything or any, anyone or any gift or talent. These are simply tools that God, my father, uses to do something or to express himself in that moment as that but that doesn't make him that thing that he is expressing and that's why he gets to keep being god no matter what because he's not attached he hasn't attached his identity to what he's doing if god was to build a tower and that tower was to fall god doesn't stop to be God because what he built failed or stopped to work or had to course correct or adjust. He's still God. And having this conversation and my Heavenly Father re revealing these things to me, I understood who I was. So in the first version of my Heavenly Version, I understood that I am my gifts, my talents, what comes naturally to me, my DNA my natural inclinations my gifts my passions and all of that which is already a very good place to be in mind you like when i was a professional athlete i was very happy like my uh, i was living the life <laughs> very happy but that was still only the first version of my heavenly transfiguration and that's now where we talk about transfiguration i had multiple iterations of my identity personality being changed and then secondly when these things ended my career getting into god i understood god is god god is my heavenly father god is limitless so that identity that was being shaped is i am a limitless creator i am a limitless creator just as like God, like my father, right? So that's where I, I understood on a deeper level that yes, I am actually God's son. I'm the son of God. I am a reflection of God. I am 
expressing what God is as his son. So he's my father, I come from him, and he he's God, who is also a limitless, limitless creator, that makes me a limitless creator as well. And that's my heavenly version or heavenly identity part two, where I understand, understood by asking God who he was, who you are, I understand once more who I was, but through his lens and not through my individual lens. And that's what made the difference. So I started identifying with being a limitless creator, just as God was. And that's where I started to create all kinds of different proje projects and businesses and ventures and so on and so forth. I have run a fashion brand, a luxury fashion brand that I created from scratch and so many other different things. I was into coaching, consulting. I have started different businesses, like many different things. Like I was just like a, a creator, like gone crazy, but in a heavenly way, right? Because I understood this reality, this identity of God who was a limitless creator. So no matter what I started creating, like the fashion brand, for example, the luxury fashion brand, I really much enjoyed the creative process, but I also didn't make the mistake to identify myself as fashion or a fashion designer. Obviously you could still call me that, but at my core, I wouldn't identify as that anymore because that was simply one aspect that I choose or chose to express at that time, right? So that wouldn't make me that thing, but it was simply an expression. It was simply a pleasure. It was simply a passion, but I am not my passions. I'm not <laughs> my expressions. They are part of me, they are an extension of me, but it doesn't, they don't make me who I am. And that's where I started living in this God realm, so to speak, like my Heavenly Father, who is simply creating planets, stars, the universe, whatever ventures, but God is never identified by any of them, right? It's simply part of who He is, so He is a creator. And these creations are just an extension of him. Because again, we can find a piece of God in everything that he created. When we look at nature, when we look at the sun, when you look at the power or the heat of the sun. Again, when my heavenly father walked into my room back in the day, it was like the sun, right? So nature allows us to compare the itself or themselves to its creator because the creator is always seen in his creation but his creation is not the creator yeah that <laughs> that was quite something to to understand I, and i started to live with that consciousness that i'm a limitless creator and from that moment onward no matter if the projects i was doing worked or stopped or didn't work or no matter what happened i was always at peace because my ultimate identity was being a creator 
So as long as I created, as long as I kept these things running, as long as I came up with new ideas, as long as I was creating, I was still myself. No matter what ultimately happened, circumstantially speaking, right? So being a limitless creator, which is the second heavenly version or second iteration uh, on my transfiguration journey, is a great place to be because you get to experience yourself in all kinds of different ways. And these explanations or videos that I'm doing, like, it's really just the tip of the iceberg. And that's why, like, if you want to get in touch and know more, like there's so much more to share about this. And even though being a limitless creator is a great place to be in, it's still limiting. <laughs> or let's say it's still not the most heavenly version of an identity that you can be or identify as because it is great to be a limitless creator just as God is a limitless creator. But the downside of being a limitless creator is a limitless creator can create anything. And you, if you think about it, anything can be a scary place to be in because anything or everything literally includes anything and everything which leads me to the point of if you're not careful at the stage of being a limitless creator because it is an inborn human ability that we have been given by our heavenly father which is our source you can create anything either good or bad so that makes you very powerful and it puts you in a position where you have been given a lot, a big responsibility because you can literally, again, create anything. And if I repeat myself like that, it's really for you to grasp these meanings because these are deep concepts and deep words. And that's why I also suggest to watch them and listen to them multiple times to really get the full meaning of it. So. Being a limitless creator is great, it's closer to your ultimate identity, but at the same time, being in that, in that place, it's also a big responsibility. Because if your state of being or your source of inspiration doesn't match the source of inspiration of your Heavenly Father, the creations that you are going to create are going to create hell on earth and not heaven on earth. For example, right? Because you're capable to create anything. So that's why it's very important to keep your state in being state of being in check when it when you reach that state of realizing that you are a limitless creator. So I wasn't in a place where I actually created things that didn't reflect heaven i can say that even though you might think i'm arrogant or whatever like if i tell you otherwise i would be lying i was never in a place where i created like a business just to make money or things like that because for me it was below my standards knowing where i was coming from but 
that's exactly my point. These are things that needs to where people need to be aware of that your state of being is very important. Otherwise, <laughs> yeah, you're going to create like things that are not going to reflect heaven. So I was at the place there were moments where even though I haven't done it myself, I was still questioning what other people were doing, why they would create businesses, for example, that were just making money or why you would have these big corporations creating the same problems that they claim to solve and things like that. And I would just see fallen creations as I refer to as I refer to them as and that's where I had another realization where, yes, it's great to be a limitless creator, but at the same time, if you're not one with God, if you're not connected to your heavenly father, if you're not connected to a heavenly source of inspiration, being a limitless creator can actually be detrimental. So that's where I went back to my heavenly father, having another conversation on Yes, being a limitless creation creator is good, but how do you solve that part where you have to make sure that whatever you create is actually going to benefit everyone and yourself and add value to to the planet, to society or whatever. And that's where we started talking about if you want to make sure that your creations reflect heaven build heaven on earth and add value to everybody in existence you have to be a transfigured creator a transfigured creator and that was the term that just blew me away and that was who are we <laughs> that's the first part a deferred part because when talking to my heavenly father we were talking about all right i understood who i am which is my natural gifts and talents my natural inclinations my natural attributes that were given to me at birth then i understood that i'm a limitless creator just as god is a limitless creator and then i understood i had to go even beyond that which is now being a transfigured creator because if we make the comparison between what kind of a creator God is and what kind of a creator human beings may be, is that God's creation, you can say, lasts forever. They're ever expanding, ever increasing. That's the first part. Even though some people might talk about entropy and so on and so forth, in heaven that doesn't really exist right and we know that earth is perverted and is fallen that's why we are here to build heaven on earth because earth doesn't reflect heaven yet but heaven doesn't have a natural deterioration process as entropy is so that means the way god created heaven was in a way where it would last forever and when you look at what humans are doing, how they are creating, how they are building, yes, there is inbuilt entropy in it. And 
usually these things most of the times they don't really benefit society humanity and so on and so forth or if it does it's on a very shallow level if i can say it like that let me explain some might agree some might disagree but what i mean here is simply when you walk heaven and when you consider god's creation like there are even scriptures that say there are trees in heaven and the leaves of these trees have the capacity to heal so they have the capacity to change your form to change your state from sickness to health which is a transfiguration and that's where we get into the topic of being a transfigured creator which means that whatever god created which is heaven has the capacity to transfigure you to transform you to elevate you so it's not simply something that where you're using god's product which is a consumable and you just put it off and it's done and then you wait for your next ration and your next no it's when you consume god's product when you interact with god's creation you are changed you are elevated you are enlightened you are you bright up and ultimately you are transfigured so when you go and walk through heaven for example everything in creation is alive everything empowers you everything inspires you everything gives you life why because god is the source and god has a certain state of being that promotes life right so with human beings we consume their products we we might be happy but then we need it again and we need it again and we need it again and most of the times it's just profits driven even right and the simple fact that let's say a sunset or sunrise can make you cry can make you emotional that again shows a deep quality of god even though it's a fallen sunset and sunrise but just to give you an example even the sunrise can make you emotional right so when we compare now the transfigured creator what that is and how humans create the transfigured creator simply has the ability to create in such a way where it causes the beholder of that creation to be transfigured to be elevated to grow spiritually because most of the products again when we talk about the human side they don't have the capacity to make people grow at the same time it's just a physical consumption right but god's creation has the ability to deeply move and inspire your soul and to call you to to higher levels again when you see the trees in heaven they 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 like <laughs> if you're not used to it they make you question your existence because the beauty the color and everything is just on a completely different level but that talks of the kind of creator that god is which is a transfigured creator so when i understood that that's where my heavenly father started sharing with me how you can be a transfigured creator and 
I was giving a lot of examples of nature because that's our ultimate call. And that's the third part where I asked my Heavenly Father, so if that is the case, who are we? Because you are the Heavenly Father, you are God, I am your son, your offspring, and we are both creating. So who are we together, basically? So together with God, we are supposed or we are called to be transfigured creators which is creating and shaping this universe together, the very physical thing and planet you are upon. So it's not just about creating products and putting them on Earth, but it's shaping Earth itself, the physical planet and the universe and the galaxy and so on and so forth. Um, I know that might sound crazy to some, but if you are a transfigured one and if you know these things, they actually should inspire you if you're the right person to listen to these things. And that's the ultimate call. So when we talk about identity, again, it has nothing to do with these human labels that we are labeled with. It has nothing to do even with our natural gifts and talents. They're good. That's who we truly are. But they ought to be transcended. These are just starting points. That's the first heavenly identity or first heavenly version of yourself and then you realize that you're a limitless creator which is the second heavenly identity or heavenly version of yourself and then from there since you're not safe yet because you can still create things that don't reflect heaven you grow into being a transfigured creator and that's where it is all about transforming your inner state of being and to be changed into the substance that God is made of, not just his omni, omnipotent substance, which is able to create limitlessly, but you also grow into the omniscience of God, the knowledge of God, but you also grow into the omni, omnipresence of God. And these different things like when we talk about omnipresence for example presence means someone that is present and when we talk about someone that is present in a relationship is someone that cares someone that gives you attention so being a transfigured creator is actually growing into these three attributes of god which is omnipotence which is the ability to create limitless anything to materialize potential basically then you have the omniscience of god like you have the know-how of how to go about it and how to make it sustainable and you have the omnipresence of god which ensures that there is presence there there is attention there there is love and care there which is also described as mercy so if you have these three attributes and you identify with them just as God is, that's when you will become a transfigured creator. So being only a limitless creator, it's a human ability. Everyone is basically a limitless creator, every human being, but not everyone is a transfigured creator because a transfigured creator is, is, reflects God the Father as well. 
And for that, we have to identify with God the Father, which is omnipresence, omniscience, and omnipotence. So in all the conversations that I had with my Heavenly Father, these are some of the revelations that I got. And for me, they are not even re revelations. It's just like re you are realizing the reality of life. These are realizations. And once I realized these deep truths about myself and my identity, that's where I was able to go on and create projects that made people cry, that made people emotional, that made people grow closer to God because I understood what ingredients God's creation is made of. The same substance that makes people cry at sunsets and sunrises, I could take that same substance and even beyond that, put it into my creations, for example, the fashion brand that I founded, and people would have the same effects even more. Like with a sunset, people got emotional because of the beauty, but they're not necessarily growing closer to God, right? Because the next minute they can go party and do crazy things, whatever. But with the creations that I built, people deeply started to understand who they are, for example, or they started to ask questions about God and grow closer to God because I figured out the ingredients that, that it takes to be a transfigured creator and create transfigured creations, right? Yeah, a lot of word, uh, a lot of words, a lot of concepts that we are throwing around here uh, in this video, I know, but I am sure again, if you are a true transfigured one, you will be very grateful for, for me sharing these things. And I really appreciate you also taking the time to listen, to connect, and yeah, my biggest desire again is really for you to take my lessons, these lessons, to apply them for yourself, take whatever helps you to, to be transfigured and to realize your full God potential. Because in the times you are living in, this is the only thing that is going to help us transfigure creation. And since this is such a big endeavor, we need more transfigured creators. <laughs> and that's why I'm also here to share this knowledge and these revelations to create the transfigured creators with whom together we are going to transfigure creation together and really give a, a proper heavenly facelift to this planet and yeah, testify to how beautiful heaven is and how this earth can look if only you have the right kinds of creators on this planet. And if you feel compelled to connect on a deeper level, we have our community going on, the Transfigured community. And yeah, come join us, hang out with us, where we go deeper into all these things, where we can interact personal, personally with each other. And yeah, where we go on a lot of these topics, like on a much deeper level, as you know, like on these social platforms, we are quite restricted. But yeah, come hang out with us. Um, you can do so at transfiguredcommunity.com. 
and yeah, join the transfigured movement to transfigure this planet all together. This was your brother, Daniel Caleb. Much love and talk to you next time. I was Daniel Caleb. In truth, I was that which I have chosen to be. Who are you? Who have you chosen to be?